Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Man, got a radio show. Wow, man, how good has God been to me? You know, today, let me get right to it because I'm um, kind of feeling this today, and I'm pretty sure that's just quite a few of you who go through the same things. Today, today was just a little tough morning for me because... I didn't want to leave home yesterday. Uh, you know, I wanted to stay home a little. I had just gotten home. You know, I got to go again. And sometimes, you know, just the weight of all that you have to do just gets on you sometimes. And sometimes you don't feel like doing it today. Huh? You know, I'm just talking to those who feel this way every now and then. And I'm assuming that would be everybody because I don't know nobody who can just plow through this thing without having those days. Well, what do you do when it gets hard to stay up? What do you do when it gets hard to be positive? What do you do when it seems like things aren't happening for you fast enough or in the time frame that you thought was going? What do you do? And the reason that I guess I chose to uh, speak about this this morning is because I'm having one of those days because I had one of those days yesterday. It was just a tough day. I really can't explain it. It's nothing really in particular bad happened. It's just I think uh, the weight of of all that's going on uh, started to feel heavy to me. Um. And so what do you do when you when, when you have days like that, when it's hard to be positive, when it's hard to stay up? Okay, here's what I had to start doing this morning. Now, I haven't completed it. Um, can I just be real with you? I haven't completed it. 
but I am processing it out because I know what to do. You know, been there, done that. I done had that pain before I know what to do. You know, if I sprain my finger, I know what to do now. You know, the first sprain I had, oh, Lord, I thought it was broke. I thought I was going to be handicapped. But now if I sprain my finger, I know what to do. So since I've been in this position in this hole so many times before, and God has always gotten me through it, I decided I've got to start the process today. Here are some things. Uh, Now I'm going to get to the big one last. And one of the things I do is I remember the plan. Sit down and I consciously think about the goals I've set. I go over them. See, I've got mine down on the iPad. So I can pull them out anywhere I am and pull them up. And I've got two lists that I've made. I've got a list of things that I know I can accomplish if I just keep working hard. And if some th- couple of things just fall into place that I can see then I got a list of things that I'm planning on accomplishing. And then I have a second list. And the heading of this list is called Only God Can Help Me Now. And on this list is things that I'm aspiring for or things that I'm hoping to, that in order for them to happen, I absolutely have to have God's help. That's my favorite list. It's the list that I have of the things that I don't see no way it can happen. I'm just operating on faith and the hope that God hear me. And so sometimes, man, when you got to when I have this list of what only God can help me now, that list is stuff that I cannot see. I'm just operating on faith that God is so much bigger than me, that he's so much more capable than I am that I can actually acquire some things in my life as he's proven to me time and time again up to this point that he's willing to do for me if I'm willing to just give him some of my life. That's the only way I can explain my existence today. You know, I was uh, I began the conversation with my wife. How do I write a book that becomes so wildly successful that will be God? That's only God. Because if you can plan to sit down and write a wildly successful book, I'd have been done, sat down and did it. And so would you. So that would be God. How it got purchased to become a movie when that was not my intent when I wrote the book at all. Again, that would be God right there. It has to be. Because if, if I can't explain it and it is by no doing of my own, then who did it? So when I get down in days like this, I remember the goal. I remember the plan. I remember the journey. I think about of all the things God has brought me through. How did I even get to this point? Yeah, I might be having a little bummer of a day. Yeah, I was a little down yesterday. Yeah, my biorhythms is off, whatever they want to call it. Yeah, I'm just having one of those days. I feel a little bit heavy. I need a vacation real bad. I need some time off to just go and regenerate. But right now, man, I ain't got that. So guess what I do? I got to start remembering the plan. I got to start remembering the goals. I got to start thinking about all the things that God has done for me and how he's brought me this far and the blessings that I have instead of what I don't have. 
And that's what I'm in the process of doing this morning. And on the commercial breaks, I'm going to pull out my iPad and I'm going to go over my two list. And I'm going to read my little list of what I think I can accomplish. And I'm going to really read that only God can help me now list because that's the list that's big. That's the part where I've been telling y'all. I said, quit telling God how big your problems are and start telling your problems how big your God is. See, and that's what I got to sit down and do this morning. And then sometimes, man, you got to stay still. That's the other part. You got to stay still. You got to quit moving for a second because sometimes it feel like you're running on a treadmill and you really ain't. You're going somewhere, but it feel like you're running on a treadmill. Well, when, they, when you get that feeling, sometimes you got to stay still. And then when you stay still, sometimes you got to fight to stay positive. Sometimes you got to fight not to let the devil win. You're in a fight. Remember, I told you this now. You're in a fight now. So he's trying to get you to get on that positive train so he can get you off the faith train. So God's delivery package that's coming to you built on your faith that you can, he can shake your faith and get you to thinking negative. And then he wins, see. So when you start feeling negative, just know that that's the other force trying to throw you off track. And when you get through it all that, here's the key, the big one. You want me to tell it to you? You got to pray, man. You got to pray. You got to take it to God. You got to say, hey, God, look, I'm having one of these days. I need your help. I got business to take care of. You got blessings in front of me. You got stuff you done shipped to me. You got blessings and packages that's on the way. I need to be sitting on Faith Street so I can receive the delivery when it get there. What I don't want to do is be it on be on Doubted Way or, 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 or Lack of Understanding Parkway or Pity Parkway or some, some street like that and the package keep going by. I need to be standing and sitting on Faith Street. So when you drop that package down to me, I can go on and get it. You feel me? You got to pray. You got to stay still. You got to fight to stay positive. You got to remember the plan. You got to go over the goals. Come on, man. God done brought you too far. Come on. Pick yourself up today. I'm talking to Steve Harvey this morning. I hope y'all didn't mind. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please? This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We are live. We are vivid. We are well. I am the leader of a group of inherently talented people. For various reasons, I must say, ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, Steve Harvey. Ladies and gentlemen, the boy. Junior boy. Morning, up, morning, everybody. And now, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado. Say further again. Without further ado. Nephew Tom. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Top of the morning. It's Wednesday, baby. Yeah. Hump day. Mm-hmm. Big day. Big day yeah. today. Every yeah. now, last night on In the politics. State of the Union, mm-hmm. <laughs> every time Donald Trump opened <laughs> his mouth and completed a sentence, they stood and Stand clapped. Up. It's he the most really humiliating thing right there. I know some of them people got to be going, are we really standing up again? Hello. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh my God, he said hello. He said but hello. what's funny is one side be standing and the other side be sitting down. Yeah. So it's so yeah. lopsided. They stood yeah. up again. I'm, I don't care what he says. Yeah. He's making his case for his reelection. This is the night he will do yeah. that. Or, or that was the night. Now, the Democrats were sitting there like his ass wasn't even talking. <laughs> the impeachment is not going to work. We'd have tried everything. He's still here. I don't think Nancy ever looked up at it. Yeah, she was sitting right behind She's sitting him. sitting right, right behind him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't know what she was doing with that paperwork, though. Did she have his speech? It looked like she had homework or something. Yeah. <laughs> she was, like, what, doing her bills. Him. <laughs> doing yeah. her bills. Yeah. <laughs> like she gave it to her back she, she hasn't gone paperless yet. <laughs> no, she doing her bills, and she's yeah. helping her grandkids with their homework. <laughs> you know, they Nancy. don't carry the one anymore. Uh, <laughs> but, wow. Well, you going to carry the one in this house. <laughs> Where you wants to put it? Stupid ass people gonna change math and don't carry the one. Well, what you gonna have? You gonna have too much money is what you gonna have. Pence be having a stern look on his face. Yeah, yeah. He different. We are yeah, never is. going back. He said that and they stood up. The Democrats, damn, and boy, they 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 flipped over to Kamala Harris one time. She looked like, I wish I would clap. I ain't even in the running no damn row. Why am I clapping? Why am I here? <laughs> and the Iowa caucus, man. That You know, yeah, the Democrats, we are messing up so bad. We can't get nothing right. But remember when Obama was in office, you were saying the same thing about the Republicans. This is crazy. I'm telling you, man, this is... Politics. Woo. What do the caucus do? All right, listen, coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we're going to move on here. Some inside of something funny. Sister Odell will be in the building. I think she can break a lot of things down for us. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so guys, before we get to Sister Odell, um, we want to remind you that coming up next hour, we're going to talk about again. You You don't cut into my time. Okay. <laughs> you don't you don't do that, sweetie. Wasn't trying now to. Now you that, said when you went on the break that it was seemed to be Sister Odell coming up. Then the first thing you want to say is, you know, uh talking about, you know, before we bring her, was she here? Well, okay. I just wanted to say we're gonna we were gonna talk a little bit more about President Trump's third State of the Union address. No, no, That's all. Get, girl, I saw that. What is we talking? Girl, it was just it was just it was one of the craziest things I ever seen. You know, white folks is evil towards one another. What what do you mean? You know, half of them was sitting there like he wasn't talking. The other half was standing up like he'd have said the most brilliant lie they ever heard. (laughs) And then Donald Trump, his ignorant ass, he don't even look at the other side. <laughs> he kept his eyes on the Republicans the whole time. You got Democrats over here. <laughs> but see, real, that's the whole reason. Good. That's the whole problem with him being the president in the first place, because he doesn't want to be inclusive. He never looked over there at him. That's true. Well, that's he true. said he said because of all of this, it would be hard to work with them moving forward. Now he did say that the president. Look at him. He just looked out of that that whole time. Uh huh. Mm. But I did like the way the military—they don't stand up and clap for a damn. Thing. 
<laughs> so what you think gonna happen today, you... sister Odell? Is he gonna get impeached? Lord Jesus, no, they not fitting to do that. Whites men ain't fitting to lose their power and money just cause another white man is ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody fitting to do that. You must ain't been in America long enough. <laughs> what white man is gonna let another white man's foolishness mess up their paper? None of them. It ain't fitting to happen, sweetie. What else is going on? Whoa. Well, uh, you, you, do you remember Herman Cain, Sister Odell? He was at the thing last night, Shirley. Yeah, he was. He was at the uh, State of the Union address. I was Set wondering. Uh-huh. It, well, you know, he ran uh, at one time. He was uh, vying for the presidency of the United States as well, but he dropped out. And I was just wondering, did you know him? or? I knew his daddy. Oh, really? You, Herman Cain's daddy. Who was that? Herman Cain's daddy. Sugar. Sugar Cane. <laughs> <laughs> you got me with that. Mr. Sugar. <laughs> I call Mr. Sugar Cane. <laughs> yes, Lord. Well, how, how did you meet him, Sister Odell, uh, Mr. Sugar Cane? <laughs> well, you know, he was all. Uh, Working at a uh, 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 at a club, you know, we had a juke joint mm. that we would go to late at night sometime. And uh-huh. He was a, a performer, an after-hour performer. Oh. oh, okay. And his name his name was Herman Kane Senior. Oh. oh, oh, so Sugar was like a nickname for him. You're saying? Yeah, I gave yeah. that to him. Oh, 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 you gave it to you him. You mm-hmm. gave him that nickname. Well. What do you, how? Sugar what? cane with the sweet thing. Mm. <laughs> hey! Glory! <laughs> it is amazing the people you know, Sister Girl, Adele. I know some of everyone. <laughs> Did you see uh, Nancy Pelosi sitting right behind the You know, I like Nancy. She be sharp, you know. Mm-hmm. She's a sharp old chick. Mm-hmm. I like Nancy. Mm-hmm. Nancy sitting up there. You know, it's sort of weird, though. She just kind of looked like she wanted to stab him, though. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time, she was just looking like, I'll take an ice pick and pop you dead in your neck. Don't do that. Don't you do know. That. But then, you know, she was. she's a professional. Right. Yeah, she's you a know. politician, yeah. Just kept it going. She kept mm-hmm. on, you know, it's a doggone shame. I was waiting on him to say something where everybody would stand up. He never did. That did not happen. Yeah. Yeah. If he said, uh, I won't be running in November, maybe they yeah. would. Yeah. That'd get everybody on it. Even all the Republicans. Them, all them people were shaking their head <laughs> on that other side. Mm-hmm. The women's in white and everything. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Um, I like the women in whites because they look like the missionaries. At my church. Oh yeah, like oh. the mothers. I yeah, thought I had church. recognized two of them, but mm-mm. oh, you what oh. now? Well, Sister Odell, do you yeah. have any idea of who you might uh, give your vote to this November? Well, as soon as one of them say something that mean <laughs> makes some sense, I'm gonna start thinking about it. Right now, I don't really know, cause the Democrats is kind of, you know, they stupid, you know. Because mm. they got, first of all, they had too many people running. I told y'all yeah, long time ago who need to come on out of there. Everybody I said need to come out, they come out, ain't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Corey got mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. He did say that. Uh, Kamala. Kamala, Kamala got out because they not finna have a president named Kamala. Yeah. 
they well, they have one named do. Obama. <laughs> they're not finna have a woman named Kamala. That's what they're not gonna do, Shirley. Well, if there is, it won't be this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's get off politics for a minute, Sister Odell. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Happy Black History Month. Uh oh. Woo, yes, I love this month here because I've been such a part of it. Ask me anything and I'll tell you something probably that you don't know about black history. Oh. Okay. Mm, okay. Just go ahead. Uh, we need hmm. to carry this over because this is interesting. Now that we is in the early part of the black history month. <laughs> Well, you know what, Sister Odell, since you mentioned that, I just thought of something. Yesterday was uh, the late Rosa Parks' birthday. Oh, that's my girl, Rosa. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you knew that's her? My, that girl, I knew Rosa. Really? Oh, See, I, I never made it in the history books, but I was sitting next to her when the white man told her to get up, and I said, we ain't moving no damn well. <laughs> you was next to Rosa? Sitting right there. <laughs> oh, See, they oh, took really? me off to jail because I pulled a pistol out of my purse. I said, make me move. Mm. <laughs> Back then. Supposed to be non-violence or so. Yeah. Martin Luther King hadn't done nothing yet. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. He ain't come on after that. And Poor Tommy do the prank. Mm-hmm. Yes, Say that's it. right. Thank and nephew Tommy will do run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news. And also inside of entertainment news, Rihanna will be honored with the NAACP President's Award. Uh, we'll talk about that at the top of the hour. Uh, nephew Tommy is also here to run that prank back. But our special guest, Sister Odell, our family member, the mother of the show, let's say, uh, is still here. <laughs> My Lord. So any other Black History Month you want to ask me about questions? Okay. Here go one, Sister Odell. Huh? Uh, were you around when the Tuskegee Airmen first started? Mm-hmm. Sure oh. was. You was? I used to cook for them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I used to make a special soup made them fly high. <laughs> what kind of soup, Sister Odell? Call it with a soup. Call it blackbird soup. <laughs> Okay. 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 Everybody drank it. <laughs> What's well, just just the most? Well, thank you so Sister much. Mm-hmm. Now um, you know it's you know it's leap year, Sister Odell. It's twenty nine days this year. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Show sure sure is. Show uh-huh. sure uh-huh. is. Uh-huh. What do you suggest people that's born on the twenty ninth? Because they don't really get a birthday all the time. Every four years. Well, yeah. you don't need one if your birthday's on the twenty ninth. Just sit sit the next year out. <laughs> Would you please introduce the nephew? Oh, here he is, the, the king of the pranks, <laughs> nephew to Tommy. Uber hearse, Uber hearse. Let's go. Hello, hello. I'm trying to reach Sean, please. Yeah, it's me. What's up? Hey, Sean. How you doing? This. My name is Brian. Um, I got you on schedule. Um, you you ordered an Uber for tomorrow morning. I'm. I think yes, you're. Sir. Yep. Okay. You are you are you scheduled to go to the airport? Correct. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. All right. And I want to make sure you, you wanted an SUV? Yeah, I wanted an SUV. Okay. And that's 9211 West. That's correct. Okay. All right. All right. So I'll be outside uh, tomorrow morning. We're talking about uh, 7, p- 7 a.m. pickup, correct? 
That's it. I got you, you got it. Everything's on point. Okay. All right. So listen, I wanted to let you know this, man. You uh you ordered an SUV. I'll be there tomorrow. Um, I'll be there probably a little bit before 7 a.m. You know, when you guys order Uber uh, way in advance, you know, we try to get there almost like a car service and make sure we get you where you got to go. And I, I know the traffic's going to be a little crazy. So, um, you know, I'll be there on time. I'll be downstairs waiting on you, all right? I'd appreciate it. Okay. Now, now, listen, I'm 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 a SUV, but it's a kind of a little different. So that's why I, kind of the reason for the call, I wanted to kind of give you a heads up that uh, I, I, I am an SUV. So I just want you to look for the uh, the black hearse that'll be outside. A hearse? Yeah, I, I, I'll be in a black hearse tomorrow morning uh, at seven a.m. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. I thought so, it's, it's an SUV or a hearse. No, no, it's a hearse. It's a hearse. Actually, what's happening is is I, I have another drop off at the airport as well. You know, there's a. I mean, it's, it's, it won't affect you at all. But there'll there'll be a body in the back. But that has to. We're trying to get that to the airport too. But um, a, you know, like I said, and, and a, as a matter of fact, it's a actually, body. Wait a minute, hold on. Yeah, you you f-ing with me, man? No, I, no, no. I, I ain't no, trying to ride on my body. Well, there's a. There, I mean, there'll be a body, but actually, this is costing you less. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have to. Look, you know man. Well, I'm supposed to lay down next to this motherfucker. What, what, what you talking about, man? Dude, it'll be. I, it'll I, be I, a, I ain't ride with no motherfucking body. Hang on, man. Listen. You wanted an SUV. I'm not riding with no body, dude. Are you tripping? Cancel this trip. I'll get another Uber or some shit. I'm not riding with a body, dude. Okay, if you cancel, that's going to cost you $50. $50? Well, man, you got like, you got like I just downloaded the Uber app. Here's the deal. I know for a fact when you cancel Uber, it's $5. I'm canceling, and that's going to be $5. It's not going to be no $50, dude. It's going to be $50, sir. It's different when you have... Look, my man, you can pay me $1,000. I'm not riding with a body. You, you feel me? No, I understand you I understand you now, but do you want to get to the airport or not? Look, why don't you lay down next to the body and you drive yourself there with the body, like, in, in the passenger seat? I'm not doing that. Tell me what the problem is. I mean, obviously, you used to driving around with bodies and That's not my thing. You know what I'm saying? What What's the problem? I mean, you're going to be in the front of the hearse. You're not going to be in the back. We'll put While your the body's in, in the back. We'll put your luggage in the back. I mean, that'll be fine, right? Yo, my man, you tripping, man. This is a crazy shit. You calling the wrong oh, with this crazy bull dude. I'm not doing none of that what, what part of that don't you understand? I, I'm going to get you there on time, sir, but it's going to be in a hearse. That's all the difference is, man. Don't You'll be riding, a- riding in a hearse when I'm supposed to be laid out in it. You understand? Right now, you got me up. What kind of phone call is this? Well, I mean, what's, you, what's, what's the problem? Obviously, you're used to rolling with, with dead bodies and hearses and all that shit. Since when did Uber start rolling with hearses to pick up regular live motherfuckers to get them from place to place? This is some crazy shit. I want you to think, when when did you think that it would just be cool as a regular picking up a body and just driving around in the street? I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, you know, I got two jobs. You know what I'm saying? I do Uber. You know, and I also, you know, work for a mortuary. So, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, but my vehicle is is certified and and Uber approved it, so I'm able to use it as an SUV as so, well. So, you you call them and you give them rides to live motherfuckers, and they don't have no reaction, no reaction to riding around with a body in the back. 
Well, you know, uh, sometimes people act a little, you know, a little, it's a little different for them. I get it, you know. But like I said, the only reason why I'm calling you well, like obviously that, you don't get that because you're trying to hit me with a $50 charge that I'm not, I'm not going for, and you're trying to get me to ride with a dead body, dude. I'm not doing that So I'll tell you what, bro. I'm going to tell you this right here, and I'm going to get off the phone. Uh, tomorrow at 7 in the morning, me and Tommy going to be there. So be looking for us here. Who's Tommy, the f***ing body? No, no. Me and Tommy going to be there tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. You understand? Just be ready for that. Then you and Tommy going to have a f***ing problem. Okay, okay. All right, tell that to Tommy, though. Because, see, Tommy don't Tommy don't take this too kindly. So tell it to him in the morning. Who's Tommy? Is he, he f***ing on right now? Okay. You don't know who Tommy is? No, I don't. Who the f*** is Tommy? Okay, do you know Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show? Do you know nephew Tommy? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's a f- Oh, man. That's a f- <laughs> Hey, man. Hey, man. You coming in a hurt? No, man. Your boy, your, you got a boy named Chase that you work with. Chase gave me your number, told me to give you a call. Oh, man. <laughs> Yo, that, I'm going to put that m- in a hearse, man. <laughs> Top of the hour, yeah. Entertainment and national news. That was news, a good right prank, up. Tommy. Thank you so much. <laughs> She's still here, right yeah. after Black this. people show ain't getting in no hearse. He cussed you out about it. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, in today's entertainment news, Rihanna will be honored with the NAACP President's Award this year. NAACP President Derek Johnson will give the award to Riri uh, at the 51st. This will be the 51st NAACP Image Awards. The award goes to individuals who are highly accomplished and have a history of distinguished public service. Mr. Johnson says Rihanna has not only enjoyed a groundbreaking career as an artist and musician, but has also distinguished distinguished herself as a stellar public servant from her business achievements through Fenty to her tremendous record as an activist and philanthropist. Uh, Rihanna epitomizes the uh, type of uh, character, grace and devotion to justice that we seek to highlight in our president's award. That is uh, great news for for Rihanna and her camp, I'm sure, and so deserving, you know. Uh, The awards air February 22nd on BET. Here we read. Yeah. All right, so in other news, uh, I'm sure you guys have heard about this in other entertainment news. Colin Kaepernick is scratching his head over Jay-Z's and uh, Beyonce's display of solidarity uh, at the Super Bowl. Jay-Z and Beyonce chose to remain seated during the national anthem, though they didn't speak on the gesture at first, and everybody was speculating that they were protesting and all of this. But it comes to come to find out that is not the case. Jay-Z has responded. Anyway, uh, Colin Kaepernick, um, you know, said he, he shared a picture of the story about Jay and Beyonce sit out with the caption reading, I thought we were past kneeling, though. Uh, that's a reference. Remember when uh, Jay-Z made those comments on um, sep- September of last year? He he did a press conference and said, we're past that. We're moving on. So anyway, 
Jay-Z has responded, okay? He says he and Beyonce sitting through the Star Spangled Banner at the Super Bowl on Sunday was absolutely not a protest of any sort. It was simply two moguls hard at work. Jay was at Columbia University Tuesday. Uh, He addressed the video uh, that TMZ Sports first posted on uh, Sunday showing Jay... Uh, B and Blue Ivy seated as Demi Lovato uh, sang the national anthem. But but let's make this clear as well. They weren't the only people seated. There were a lot no, of people seated. I was but, too at home. Yeah, but they're the most famous. A Columbia professor asked him if he remained seated to convey a signal. And uh, Jay quickly re- replied, it actually wasn't. Sorry. You know, he and Beyonce, uh, he said Beyonce told him she was thinking what Demi must have been going through in the seconds before starting the national anthem. And as Jay put it, Beyonce's performed at the at the Super Bowl before and I haven't. So there you have it. His response to why he and Bay were sit, B were sitting down. OK, it wasn't a big protest against the national anthem. They weren't trying to start anything. Nothing like that. It's nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. Like he said, it actually wasn't. Sorry. It's nothing. Yeah. They just blowing up something. Yeah, nothing. you guys want to make something out of it. Really works for nothing. the NFL, don't he? Yeah. yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. A lot of people were saying, if you don't like the country, you hey, should, you know. Hey, hey, hey. All of that. Do you know, I can, can I tell y'all something? Do you know how many people in them suites sit down when the national anthem come up? They be talking. They Most people eating. don't even know it's playing. They yeah. eating. I'm telling yeah. y'all right eating. now, man, it's so many people in them suites. Mm-hmm. Sitting down because they don't even know what's going on. They be and they right. They be eating. Loud. They be talking. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It took me a minute before I realized that they was doing the national anthem. I just oh, happened yeah. to be standing because I was over mm-hmm. there making a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> so you. <laughs> so you turned around. And got right the over there with the. I just waited till it was over before I ate it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Steve. Time to get caught up on today's headlines, please. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. And here we go with the news. Good morning, everybody. President Trump delivered his State of the Union speech to a joint session of the Congress last night. Yeah, you all know that. It was mostly upbeat. He stuck to his script. He made no reference to his impeachment and trial. He peppered his presentation with talk about what he feels he's done for African-Americans. But he did did bestow a well-earned honor on a black American hero. Charles McGee, one of the last surviving Tuskegee Airmen, the first black fighter pilots after more than 130 combat missions in World War II. He came back home to a country still struggling for civil rights and went on to serve America in Korea and Vietnam. A few weeks ago, I signed a bill promoting Charles McGee to Brigadier General. General McGee, our nation salutes you. Thank you, sir. And Charles McGee turned 100, by the way, just a few days ago. However, uh, Trump did sound some familiar themes, like he called Obamacare socialism and called for an end to health care for people who are here illegally. In California and other states, their systems are totally out of control, costing taxpayers vast and unaffordable amounts of money. If forcing American taxpayers to provide unlimited free health care to illegal aliens sounds fair to you, then stand with the radical left. But if you believe that we should defend American patients and American seniors, then stand with me and pass legislation to prohibit free government health care for illegal aliens. 
Uh, by the way, everybody's talking about the fact that Trump refused to cordially shake House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's hand, as per tradition, in the, in the begin, when he came in, and uh, she ripped up her copy of his speech as he delivered it. Uh, the Senate's vital vote on impeachment, by the way, takes place this afternoon. It's scheduled for 4 p.m. The vote's scheduled to be a formal acquittal of the president. And now, about 71 percent of the precincts counted in uh, Iowa. The top two vote-getters are Bernie Sanders, who led the popular vote, and former Mayor Buttigieg, who got more delegates. Buttigieg, of course, clearly elated. A campaign that some said should have no business even making this attempt has taken its place at the front of this race to replace the current president with a after that was Elizabeth Warren, Joe Biden, Amy Klobuchar, and Andrew Yang. In that order, for years, the Iowa vote has been considered indicative of the way the nation would vote. However, in recent years, many others point out that the mostly white state is out of step with the rest of this increasingly diverse country. Finally, today is National Thank a Mailman Day. Oh, yeah. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, well, well. Our resident poet, Junior, is here uh -oh. uh, yeah, with no. a poet for today, a poem for today. What you got for yeah, us, Junior? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was up late last night. It hit me about 2.30 a.m. before I came in this morning. Mm -hmm. It better sound like And that. I'm saying, I was like, oh, my gosh, Thanksgiving. Okay. Thanks you mean the holiday? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's it's, not it's in November. Right. Right. But Valentine's yes. is next week. Okay. Prove that. Yeah. Uh -huh. So I thought about, I said, oh, my God, I need something to, write, to be thankful for for these women. They don't have, they don't have nobody writing this type of stuff for them. Oh, this, okay. This up and down. I see where you're going. Am it, I going to like is, it? Yeah, okay. sure. This is, like, this is like right next to Prince. It's like same type of love. Oh, okay. I like the door? This. Come on, yeah. I got yeah. Time, I mean, dog, this, it just hit me. You know, when the Lord used you, he just got to let him use you. Yeah. Okay. And you okay. show this was the Lord. Yeah. Right. Okay. You yeah. tell me when you finish. When you finish. Okay. Okay. I'm going to like it this is. one. Valentine's Day poem from June. Mm. Okay, here it is. Valentine's Day is coming up. It's around the corner. You need to get a special one, a gift, so your butt won't be a loner. Now, it could be flowers, candy, or a bear, and even some cash is always nice. Even a six-pack of beer, if it's just kept cold and on ice. Bud Light, anyone? Are, are you freaking kidding Now me? they say it's not the gift. It's the thought that always counts. Show up empty-handed on Valentine's Day, uh -huh. and they'll ask your ass to bounce. <laughs> we out. God, I can't believe I came up with that. that and you think the Lord that. was that with is. that? Me, me <laughs> either. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Junior, <laughs> me either. What is you blowing for? Catch what is your breath, What is boy. woo for? Ooh, the boy, catch your breath. Who, uh, when the when the spirit come upon you on a boy, pole. boy, oh. you better blame that on the spirit. Ooh. What was that last line again? Oh, the last two lines. Yeah, the last. Yeah, and none of his poems have any rhythm. Show up empty-handed on Valentine's Day, and they'll ask your ass to bounce. We out. <laughs> And you threw Bud Light in there? Oh. <laughs> Bud Light, anyone? anyone? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how he do it. Wow. Okay. All I can say is wow. I know, uh, Shirley. Stop crying, Shirley. Uh, no. You think Hallmark would take any of these poems? No. 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 Now, your rhythm is off. Like, read the first four lines again. Watch this here. <laughs> 
Valentine's Day is coming up. In fact, it's around the corner. <laughs> you need to get that special one a gift so your butt won't be alone. Wow. Mm. Who don't understand that? We gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go. Please, Junior, no mo. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, last night was President Trump's third State of the Union address, uh, and it took place in front of a joint session of Congress in the House <laughs> chamber. The president's speech was a day after the Iowa Democratic Caucus hot mess. What was that? Okay, the president was introduced by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. That was awkward, to say the least, because we know they don't particularly care for each other. Uh <laughs> At least in public, anyway. Um, quite a few House Democrats boycotted the President's State of the Union address, including Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez from New York. Also, the President and First Lady uh, Melania Trump had a list of invited guests, from wor- working leaders to single moms to a student from Philly uh, for the School Choice Initiative and brave military families. Uh, like you said, Steve, he could barely get a word out or, or a sentence before the Senate. Those Republicans were standing I've never seen up. anybody get no, that many standing ovations. I, I mean, I, I for never, real. Well, yeah. You know what? Uh, then they, uh, uh, there's one of the military men that had stand up from Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the surviving Tuskegee Airmen. First right. black fighter pilot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also happens to be uh, this young man's uh, great-grandfather. That he oh. stood up that wants to be a, a, a astronaut when he uh-huh. grows up. It's um, you know, they pulled. They had about five black people stand up. Yeah, mm. you know, mm. Mm. they hardly no white people. He had no white people stand up. He had mostly black people standing up. Well, you know, blacks for Trump. Mm. No, <sighs> no, they wasn't. It was just you know he had picked a a survivor from a post post. Uh, you know, post-war syndrome, whatever mm-hmm. they call it, PD, but, I'm not PTSD. Yeah. Uh, PTSD, He was yeah. black, had the young dude that was a, wanted to be a, a astronaut. He was black, had the 100-year serviceman from Tuskegee. But that's what they want you to think, though. Yeah. Blacks for Trump. You well, know. that that he cares. Yeah, yeah I yeah. guess. Yeah, and exactly. uh, he doesn't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There, well, there, the, there are no black cabinet members with the exception of Ben Carson. Yeah, Ben, yeah. HUD director. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. don't think he black. No, Ben, he black. He just be sleep all the damn time. Yeah, he does. He don't know. He, 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 he's actually a cool dude. What he does with Brilliant. surgery and everything. Surgeon. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. great, great, mm-hmm. great, great surgeon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, while the Democratic Party's official response to the president's address was given by Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, uh, presidential candidate Bernie Sanders delivered his own rebuttal last night. And uh, speaking of Congress, the Senate is expected to vote today. And we know they're probably going to acquit Trump on two articles of impeachment that were passed by the House in December that accused the president of abusing his power and obstructing Congress in his pursuit to pressure the Ukrainian government to investigate his political opponents. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Man. Well, I mean, when they acquit him, because we know what's going to happen, then um, that clears the way for him to really go at the Democrats now, you know. <laughs> Either that or start asking more countries for money. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, his official campaign will kick off with that, you know, 
what a way to start it. Yeah. Yeah, what a way to start it. But we have to do our due diligence as well, and we have to get out there and vote. We have to do, you know, I, I mean, even if he wins, at least you can say it wasn't because I didn't cast my vote. Yeah, yeah you have to vote. Yeah, you, and, you and have look, to. And look, y'all, I understand the frustration with the political system. Mm-hmm. I get it. I agree with what a lot of people are saying about it. But uh, listen, you know, we have to cast our vote. Too many people paid the price for us to be able yeah. to do this. We have to vote. I don't care who you vote for, but we got to get out here and vote. But if you do not vote in this election, you are handing it to him. Yeah, you cannot sit this one out. You are handing it to him. I care who you vote for. I care. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's up to us now. It is just up to us. We have to cast our votes, you know. Anyway, all right, you can go to Steve Harvey FM uh, on Instagram or Facebook to comment on the State of the Union speech. Uh, Coming up next, the nephew in the building with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, uh, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. I think um, we'll have Sister Odell in on this one. Uh, the subject is, should I just hush and stay on the main line? Wait till you Ooh. hear this one. Right okay. now, though, the nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What do you have for us today, Neff? Clearly, some of these kids just don't learn. What do you mean? Okay, your baby going back to pre-K. Your baby <laughs> going back to pre-K. That's right. And flunked out. Yes, back. That's right. Let's go. Come on, cat. Hello. Uh, yes, I'm trying to reach Miss Thomas, please. This is Miss Thomas. Who is it? Uh, my name is Mr. Stapleton. I'm actually the principal over at uh elementary school. Mm-hmm. You're. I'm looking at my records, indicating that your son Thomas is going to be starting his first grade. Mm-hmm. He's ready. My baby's ready. Right. Listen, Miss Thomas. Um, I've been going through actually all of the children's records. Uh, that will be starting school, and I'm looking at your son's grades mm-hmm. from his kindergarten year. Mm-hmm. And he did good. Mm-hmm. Well, no, not exactly. I mean, there's been a few. Uh, I actually spoke with the teacher and who he was under in kindergarten, mm-hmm. and it seems like he just really wasn't up to par as the rest of the children. Mm-mm. I, I now his conduct. Now he talks, but he gets his work. So what else is is she saying on that that ain't right? Well, what it what's, what it seems to be, ma'am, is that uh, his grades weren't up to par as the rest of the other children. She did tell me he was a disobedient child. No, he's disobedient and talking two different things. Come on. Okay. Well, ma'am, listen, what we've decided here is we're going to let little actually do another year of kindergarten. Oh, no, y'all ain't going to let him do another year of kindergarten. No, sir. Ma'am, that's that's the only choice I'm I have sorry. after you looking. Uh-uh. No, we got our letter in the mail. With our report card the week after school started, and it said on the back promoted. And if I got to get up off this couch and go get it, I'm going to be f***ed off. Because I'm telling you right now, we will be in the first grade. Kindergarten wasn't that hard. I'm not sure what they told you about him, but it must be the wrong well, Is that a wait, wait, wait. my understanding, he's, he doesn't color as well as the rest of the kids. He's all out of it. He's out of the lines when he colors. He doesn't know his numbers completely. And that's kind of what we need when you first come into uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh, into the first grade. No, uh-uh. What I can show you on this paper, he did satisfactory all the way through. Now, you about to f*** me off, and I'm already sick calling me with some 
by my son flunking kindergarten. He ain't that kind of He dog. does you not must... color well, ma'am. Listen, he... coloring ain't got nothing to do with the dead girl of kindergarten. He is going to the first grade, and I'll be down there on August 24th. He, ma'am, I... I will not be able to allow you I'm to sorry. get in the school I'm on sorry. August 20th. I'm you sorry, would... mister. I'm sorry. Uh-uh. And, and let me get, I'll tell you what, let me go in and get my pencil and pen, because I don't live that far from this school, and if y'all already down there causing some conflict, I need to get up and go down there, because I'm not telling my baby when he come home today that he ain't going to the daggum first ma'am, grade. Ma'am, I, I, I hate to say it, but I'm going to have to refuse education Listen, from him on I'm August sorry. 24th. You know what? I just went back and put him in public school. I know that was a mistake in the first place. Fooling with y'all talking about some coloring. Give me your name again, sir. Stapleton, ma'am. And what's that number down there? The number here is actually area code... Uh-uh, wait a minute. Uh, I got the number. Never mind. I pulled up this report card. I got the number and your name on the back of this paper. I tell you what, August 24th, we'll be coming in there going to school, and I might make a trip around there this evening when I come from the doctor. Ma'am, make uh, sure uh, that the you bottom line, stuff. ma'am, is I'm not going... I don't want to hear that... Calling ain't got nothing to do with nothing else. But his, it's, 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 it's not sorry. only coloring. His arithmetic is I'm bad. Sorry. No, uh-uh. Are you working with him at home? No, Are you doing listen, anything as a parent? What you trying to say? I'm an incompetent parent. I'm just asking, as a parent, are you working with your child? Yes, I'm working with my child every day. He can read better than you, probably. No, he can't read. But I'm oh, the yes, principal. He can't read better than you because obviously you read that wrong on that paper that you're supposed to be going back to kindergarten. When I know the paper said from his going to the first grade, and I'm not listening to no more of this about him going backwards. Now, if you got a problem with your paperwork, maybe you need to go talk to your secretary or somebody in there that wrote my baby name down. Your name, your son's name, Thomas, ma'am. I know it ain't him, baby. I know it ain't him. You're not going to sit up and tell me my son is fucking kindergarten. He is not going back to that kindergarten. Don't bring your son down here August the 24th. Do you hear me? I tell you what, be ready to whip me and my husband. But we will be down there August the 4th. Backpack, shoes, uniform, everything. You hear me? I will not be able to Listen, allow him an education. Are you down there right now? I will come down there right now and can, make that correction on that paper for you. Can you bring my your, baby can, is not going back to no kindergarten for no coloring. Can you bring him down here and let him color for me no, so uh, I can... you talking about coloring, arithmetic, and all this stuff? No, uh-uh, uh-uh. No, I'm sorry. Uh-uh. We will be down there August the 24th. I will have this card in my head that says you have been promoted to the first grade and he's gonna have a smile on his face and so are you i got one more thing i need to tell what? you man. Are, are you listening to me i'm listening you ain't saying nothing yet you better say something that sound like the first grade because i'm not playing i would go down to this daggum administrative office and i had fire because my son would be in that first grade who are you raising your voice at who are you raising your voice I'm at talking to you you're talking crazy to me i'm talking crazy to you what I'm a grown woman. I don't need to be explaining to you why I'm trying to defend you, my did, son. Did you graduate? Uh, honey, I am a college degree person. I have a great job. My husband and I do well for ourselves and for our children, and that's why we know. You're not even you at you're not even at work right now, man. Listen, I'm sick, fool. I told you that when you called here. Waiting on the doctor to call me now. I'm probably missing my phone call. Can you color? Because your son can't can color. I color. What kind of question is that to ask me? Can I color? What are you, white or black? You ask me, so you ask me, am I colored? No, I ask you, can you color? Like, no, no, your uh-uh. son can't... I hear can't... some racist lines in there, can you color? No, uh-uh, mm-mm. I, my coloring and me being colored ain't got nothing to do with none of this. Is this a race thing? No, that it's you not... trying to make sure you send him back? No, I'm not trying to send him back. I want to send him back to color, to get his coloring together. I tell you what, that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. And if you are the head person down there now, you are incompetent and you are an illiterate...
call me and tell me that my son has to go back to the first grade. I got one more thing. You know what? Mixed up. I tell you what, I'm through with this conversation. I'm through with this co- I'm going to say one more thing, and I'm going to be out here. Are you listening? I'm listening. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend, Felicia. I'm going to be Felicia's <laughs> I am going to beat her <laughs> mother <laughs> You're about to get towed out the frame. <laughs> I mean, I'm writing numbers and everything, and I'm recording everything. I'm going to beat her because she know I don't play when it comes to my kids. Okay, that's all right. All right, babe. One more question now. What is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. <laughs> 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 Put a little classic on you that time, Cheryl. I threw a little classic on you. I'll That's be back. These people's kids. <laughs> people don't play by their kids. Uh-uh. <laughs> I got that comedy laugh fest. It's jumping off, baby. Valentine's weekend on the 14th. We will be in Cleveland, Ohio. On the 15th, Cincinnati, Ohio. And on the 16th, Memphis, Tennessee. That's the comedy laugh fest. That's me, Sandy the Entertainer, D.L. Hughley, Dion Cole, and Earthquake. Hosted by yours truly, Nephew Tommy. Tickets on sale right now. Land in the cut, Montgomery, Alabama. That's March the 14th, Saturday night at the Montgomery Performing Arts Center. The Nephew will be there front and center acting a doggone fool. Tickets on sale at the box office or at all Ticketmaster outlets. The fool is coming to town. Way more ignorant than a prank call. And, and may I suggest if, if you guys, you know, need to stretch for time or anything, you should bring Junior out and he could do a, a, a poem. A poem? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Sheriff. Thank Here you, Sheriff. I am, y'all of comedy. <laughs> That's why they call me the little Junior boy, don't you see? <laughs> Ta-da. Stand here to stretch time out all you want. I ain't got nothing else to do. But on me, you can count. <laughs> <laughs> this is my poem. I do them just about almost any time. Uh-huh. Most of my poems hardly ever make sense or rhyme. <laughs> if you wrong. can't stand these poems, that really ain't my fault. Uh-huh. <laughs> you probably the same person that don't like pepper or salt. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Thank you, nephew. Up next, Strawberry Letter. Should I just hush and stay on the main line? We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. It's just that simple. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Yes, Steve. Can I tell you something about this speech last night? Uh Donald Trump had more black people stand up in that crowd (laughs) than has ever been to his house total. And he don't know none of them black people. Don't try to trick us, okay? We're way smarter than that. Okay. (laughs) Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, should I just hush and stay on the main line? Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married for 11 years to a very religious man. When I say my husband loves the Lord, he loves the Lord. 
He is five years older than me, and he dedicated his life to Christ three, three years before meeting me. He said it was the Lord that led him to me. Because of him, I got saved and really got into the church. I am a faithful Christian, but I can't quote scriptures like he can. I am constantly reminded that he's more familiar with religion than I am, and he likes to tell me that he has a much better relationship with Jesus than I do. If he's angry with me, he says terrible things like, God is not pleased with how I conduct myself as a wife, and I don't carry myself as a woman of God would. If I ask him what I'm doing wrong, he shuts me down and tells me to go talk to Jesus. I asked him uh, to stop (laughs) saying mean things to me whenever he's upset, and his response is always, you can take it up with Jesus. I used to love the fact that my husband is such a godly man, but lately I am starting to resent him, and he's making me not want to even go to church anymore. We have the same problems that all married couples have, but I can't work through any of our problems or talk to him about anything because he tells me to go talk to Jesus instead of him. My breaking point came last Friday when I tried to talk to him about a conflict I had at work, and he told me that if I prayed more and talked less, even everything in my life would be just fine. We have reached the point where religion is going to destroy our marriage. I've researched how people being... Uh, Uh, how people can be too holy, and my husband is one of those people. I can't continue living like this. I need your advice. Should I talk to him and get counseling, or should I keep my mouth shut and stay on the main line? Well, I I just got to tell you this, first of all. Religion is not destroying your marriage. It's not going to destroy your marriage. I think it's your crazy, self-righteous, holier-than-thou husband. That's who's going to uh, destroy your marriage. Thank Uh, you. I mean, he he's he's he is right about one thing. You should take it up with Jesus because only Jesus can fix him. All right, because you certainly can't right now. And, and by the way, I, I'm sure uh, you know this, but the way he acts towards you, his wife is very ungodly. It's very unjudgment. Uh, uh, it's very judgmental. It's very disrespectful. If the Lord, like he says, truly led him to you, don't you think the Lord would have also, uh, you know? shown him shown him how to treat you you know and all of those things i gotta tell you there are a lot of non-christian men who don't even know the lord non-religious men uh who treat their wives like queens uh way better than he treats you and you're right uh married couples christian whoever uh they have issues and they need to be discussed and worked through uh, he's stubborn. Like I said, he's disrespectful. He's closed-minded. He has an attitude when it comes to you. He doesn't want to talk to you, his wife. Um, he's not the Christian that he claims to be. Just And just because a person can quote scripture, that doesn't make him God's favorite little Christian. Amen. That, do, that hmm. just doesn't do it. I mean, yeah, I mean, to save your marriage, of course, I would try to talk to him. I would do it lovingly, respectfully. Uh, and, and I would also seek some sort of marriage counseling in this situation. See if they are it at your church, uh, even though you said you're feeling like you don't want to go anymore. But something has to be done. Uh, um, you know, I, I must warn you, your husband, Mr. Perfect, he's probably not going to want to do any marriage counseling. He's probably going to say, take it up with Jesus. I just think you should go take it up with a marriage counselor at your church. Steve? Should I just hush and stay on the main line? No, you shouldn't. Because <laughs> you in some mess. 
Been married 11 years, very religious man. When I say my husband loves the Lord, he loves the Lord. He's five years older than me, and he dedicated his life to Christ three years before meeting me. He said it was the Lord that led me to him. Because of him, I got saved and really got into the church. Here's the problem with your husband. He loves the Lord so much that he now has fixed it in his mind and is trying to convince everybody that he loves the Lord more than anybody else. And in order to love the Lord more than anybody else, you must not love some other people, which is what he is doing, which is what he is doing. This man right here, because of him, you went to church and you got saved. But I can't quote scriptures like he can. You don't have to. He ain't living by him. He just quoting them. I'm constantly reminded that he's more familiar with religion than I am, and he likes to tell me that he got a much better relationship with Jesus than I do. How does he know that? (laughs) How does he know that? And you know what my father always told me? If somebody always got to tell you who they are and what they do, it probably ain't true. Mm. It probably ain't true. This wonderful relationship he's talking about with God, but he keeps doing ungodly stuff. When he's angry with me, he says terrible things like God is not pleased with how I conduct myself as a wife. Well, he might, God might not be real happy with your duties as a husband either. Mm-hmm. You don't seem right. like you popping that on all corks, chump. Hold on, Steve. Won't Hang call on. him something else, but you know, we, <laughs> we'll be back. Church with- boy. Yeah, part two of Steve's response coming up. Uh, Today's subject, should I just hush and stay on the main line? (laughs) We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Should I just hush and stay on the main line? No, you shouldn't because you're married to this fool. (laughs) Nah, he's bigger Christian than everybody. I know people like that. Oh, yeah. He got you into the church and everything, but now he did talking to you. He more familiar with religion than you are. He likes to tell me that he got a much better relationship uh, with Jesus than I do. How does he know that? Mm. Hey, he just took credit for it. Mm. Once again, the words of Slick Harvey, if somebody always got to tell you who they are and what they do, it probably ain't true. And I have found that in my life all the time. He's angry. He says terrible things to you. Like God is not pleased with how I conduct myself as a wife. And I don't carry myself as a woman of God. Then when I ask him what I'm doing wrong, he shut me down. Tell me, talk to Jesus. I'm asking you. (laughs) (laughs) One more time. I love that. (laughs) He shuts me down and tells me to go talk to Jesus. I'm asking you. Yes, Lord. Because Jesus ain't told me to shut up and sit down nowhere. What am I doing wrong? Because Jesus ain't said I was doing nothing wrong. I've asked him to stop saying mean things to me whenever he's upset, and his response is, you can take it up with Jesus. I took it up with Jesus. He told me to tell you, you're going to hell. (laughs) How about that? Yeah. (laughs) Mr. Holy Moses. Mm, mm, mm. Holy Moses. You got to start telling him stuff that he know ain't true. You ain't all that. You ain't the wife you're supposed to be. You ain't You ain't Moses. <laughs> right. You can take it up with Jesus. What, Lazarus? 
<laughs> just start saying stuff to him. You know, just throw a little bit of the Bible at him that you do know. Uh-huh. I'm starting to resent him, and he's making me not want to even go to church no more. You know why you don't want to go to church no more? Because that ain't what church supposed to be. Right. See, that's why you don't like a church supposed to be. Church is for sick people. Sick people. That's why he down there. Because he's sick. Hmm. Yeah. Sitting up in here. <laughs> we got the same couple that all married. We got the same problems all married couples have. But I can't work through any of our problems. Because when I try to talk to him about anything, he tell me to talk to Jesus instead of him. Hmm. I didn't marry Jesus. <laughs> I married you. <laughs> yes, Lord. That's the same vibe. Leave all others and cleave only unto him. But every mm-hmm. time I come to you, you telling me to talk to Jesus. I want to talk to my husband. I know that's right. Your black ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting up in here reading the Bible every day. You ain't in the bed. And you ain't doing nothing in the bedroom since we're bringing it up. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. How about that? Uh-oh. How about uh-huh. that, Mr. Fat Stomach Man? Ooh. Sitting up in here taking up with Jesus. 11 years of marriage. My breaking point came last Friday when I tried to talk to him about a conflict I had at work. He told me if I prayed more and talked less, Everything in my life would be fine. If I had another husband, my life would be fine. I'm trying to talk to your fat ass. I've researched how people can be too holy. You fat holy roller, you doing that. My husband is one of these people. I can't continue living like this. Uh -uh. Up in here listening to all this mess, and he ain't doing nothing to make me want to stay. Ain't frying the chicken and bacon in the bedroom. He ain't doing nothing. We sitting up in here reading scriptures till we fall asleep. I don't want to fall asleep. I want to get put to sleep. (laughs) 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 So you got to start snapping back at him. Should I try to talk to him and get counseling? Or should I just keep my mouth shut and stay on the main line? You know what? This dude reminds me, because I know people like this. Holier than thou. Yeah, you yeah. you ever you know some people that's so saved mm-hmm. that they ain't saved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, man, you know somebody, man. Every time you talk to, them, you know these people. You call their house. They still got answering machine. They got all of the Book of Corinthians on their answer machine. <laughs> Don't nobody even read Corinthians. <laughs> What? <laughs> nobody ever say you ever read First Corinthians because don't nobody read First Corinthians, Second Corinthians. No, nobody do that. They always got that on there. I can't stand them people. How you doing? Blessed and highly favored. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw your car down on the thirtieth. It was up on block. <laughs> exactly. Just the blessings ran out on your car. That's not highly favored. It wasn't on your car. You just be lying all the time. Love her like Christ loved the church. Come on now. Hey, listen, we got to get out of here, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand, please. And coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, Chiefs fans want the president to know his geography, please.
What are you doing now? <laughs> oh, you didn't hear about I this? I missed story. this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's between Kansas and uh, Missouri, okay? Kansas City and Missouri. This is crazy. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Super Bowl champ Kansas City Chiefs uh, quarterback Patrick Mahomes was the guest star at a Disney World parade. He brought along 18 Make-A-Wish Foundation children and Disney Parks donated $1 million to Make-A-Wish. Next stop for the Chiefs will be a parade in downtown Kansas City. And guys, remember uh, President Trump's tweet? Uh, We'll just read a little part of it, okay? It says, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs on a great game. You represented the the great state of Kansas and, in fact, the entire USA so very well. Our country is proud of you. Mm, He must have missed geography lesson. Well, Mr. President, the Kansas City Chiefs play in the state of Missouri. Oh, wait, what did he say? He said Kansas. He said, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs, Steve, on a great game. You represented it. You represented the great state of Kansas and, in fact, the entire USA so very well. Our country is very is proud of I'm you. I'm gonna tell you, man, we got a dude in the White House that really shouldn't be in there. Yeah, I mean, everybody makes mistakes. True, that wasn't no mistake. But come on, no, that's you're, a you're mistake. the president I of can these make. United States. That, me, Junior, me, you, and Tom, we can make that mistake. He can't. He can't. But he makes exactly. them every day, though. Yeah. <laughs> what the uh, fact? Stop. I haven't been to Kansas City and know it's in Missouri. I uh, know. <laughs> You better know where that line at. Boy, that, that, <laughs> exactly. Hey, 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 let me tell you something. That doggone bridge you over there. You better know where that bridge at. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. And they serious about that bridge, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we don't live in Kansas. We don't live in Missouri. But Dave, who is from Kansas City. Who's can- still Dave- high from the uh, yeah, he's Kansas so happy. City Chiefs win. Yeah. yeah. Let's ask Dave. Does it matter? Does it matter? Whether it's Kansas or or Missouri, he's going to get on the mic. Yes, it matters. Yeah, it matters. <laughs> it matters a lot. That's official. Now the city goes into both states, right? Mm-hmm. But Arrowhead is in Missouri, okay, yeah. on purpose. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh. it matters on purpose because that's the show me state. Congratulations, <laughs> Dave. Too. Also, Steve, this Super Bowl was the tenth most watched Super Bowl in history. Uh, more people tuned in than the last three years because the New England Patriots uh, <laughs> weren't. <Yes. laughs> we're not playing. <laughs> so, hey, um, was it. Trump at the thing at the NFL Honors? Hell no! Come on, not, not, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uncle. I'm still working. No. <laughs> Oh, you mean dog? You, you know, good hell well. I'd have been all I'm over Brady, the internet. I'm in you know, good hell well. I'd have been all over the internet. Yeah. <laughs> ain't no way in hell. I ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you. Coming up at the top of the hour, today's office topic: Do you have a hiding place in your home to just have a few minutes alone? Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so guys, here's a question for you. Do you have a hiding place in your home to just have a few minutes alone? You know, I mean, everybody should have some place, some little getaway place that they can have some me time. For instance, some women like to have what they call a she shed or a small room that they can read in or just chill in. I, I You know what? I love the bathroom. Men usually go into the garage or, or their man cave or the basement or someplace. Uh, do you take an extended break in your home 
hiding place? Do you do it every day is the question? Or uh, does your family know not to disturb you when you're in your favorite room or your hiding place? Uh, come on, Steve. I know you take time for yourself. Yeah, You've I do. Always yeah. done that. Yeah, yeah. I go. I go to San Diego. You leave the house? Yeah, get the <laughs> hell out. Can't follow me down now. <laughs> damn grandkids know how to use the elevator and everything. I'll be damned. I'm going to San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful there. <laughs> I don't care if it is. It's just they not there. Shirley, <laughs> you got one? Yeah, I love. I, I will be in my bathroom for hours. Okay, hours. Hours in the bathroom. In the bath because I have a TV in there, and you know I do my makeup. You know, yeah. I, I don't mean the the water. You don't. Closet, you don't mean the toilet. No, no, no. Oh, no I don't I'll mean that. I spend most of my time. I spend most of my time in the bathroom. No, no, no. Not there. I just <laughs> mean the in the outer part. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a yeah. separate yeah. little With room. With the bathroom, I got my TV right in front of the toilet and a computer. <laughs> oh, uh. Uh-uh. Now that's how you go. Yeah. From now on, yeah. that's how you I go. I don't miss nothing because when I'm watching a game, I just get up and go on in the bathroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's on the yeah. wall right in front of you. That's yeah. fly. That's oh. fly. I ain't done that. One. Up a little high where you can keep your head up. You don't want to look evil. <laughs> keep, keep your head up. Your digestive tract is more open. Uh, yeah. Wow. Just slightly uh, above our level. <laughs> what about you, uh, Tommy? I'm in my theater. Oh, uh-huh. I can get away from him in the theater. Oh, did you hear that rich ass yeah, statement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you hear it's that, nice, Junior? Nice, now, nice you said a rich ass statement, and I ain't say nothing. You nice. said my kids on, my, my grandbaby's on the elevator. I ain't say nothing about your elevator in your house. See, I, I didn't, ain't say even pay that no attention. I know you did. I was I was going to. Because I can't go up or down. Go ahead, T. You got a theater. More rooms in this show, too. I thought I had it limited. Okay. All right, well. How y'all bypass his elevator on my theater? Hey, Junior. Huh? Which one of your rooms in your house is your theater? Yeah, let's hear from the poet. Oh. Oh, I don't have (laughs) none. A theater? What I had to do is take some some, um, drapes and put them on the side of the TV. (laughs) Make my ass a theater. (laughs) With the remote. Without the remote in there. I'm going to make a theater. Hold on, y'all. Come out the kitchen. Them drapes going to catch you. I'm going to make a theater. I know. Mm -hmm. That boy, that boy, that chateau must be nice. I ain't been yet, though. Yeah, me, I go to my theater. What? Early. It was... I can't say nothing. How many seats in the theater? Tommy? I'm not telling. There's so many they can't find him in there, Jim. Shut up, Steve. <laughs> Where's Daddy at in this here theater, girl? Go down front. See if he down there. Go down to the theater. I better take my head down to AMC. Go look in the balcony. See if he up there. <laughs> Daddy! Uh, uh, Man, don't You asked me where I go to get away. That's all I said. Man. <sighs> well, the me. Lord is still blessing He's blessing all. you, yes, man. I yes, didn't yes, even yes, know yes, you yes, had yes. a theater, Tom. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting up here talking to you like you ain't had one. I got to change how I talk to you. How, how were you talking to him at first? Like he ain't had no theater. Uh-huh. <laughs> now he got a theater. I got to change how I talk to him. Man, Mr. Nephew now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mr. Nephew, what time you go down to the theater? <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> so, Steve, in case you don't make it to San Diego, what what room in your home do you go to? Where do you go uh, in your house? I go all the way down to the basement. Uh-huh. What's down there, though? Down there, just a little man cave I got. Oh, oh okay. All right, Big Steve. Arms. 
Oh. <laughs> All right, coming up, uh, more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And uh, we'll be back in 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. Wow. We'll be in the theater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so, uh, sure. Junior, this story's for you, okay? So Life listen up. about a theater shirt. <laughs> Good news. You're Houston girl. You know, she's so hot right now. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion is uh, stomping out rumors after a video of rapper G-Eazy cuddling up on uh, Meg uh, Thee Stallion and smooching on her at a party made the rounds. Did you see it? I mean, he was just kissing all over. Mm-hmm. They were lying down. It was cute. Uh, she says, LOL, all right now, you all know you got your jokes and everything, but I'm not effing g Easy. That's what she said. Uh, when one of her followers prodded, so why is he sucking the makeup off your right cheek like that, Heidi? Megan responded, he like Fenty <laughs> with a shrug. Fenty, uh, Re- Rihanna's mm-hmm. makeup line. <laughs> and that's what she wears, yeah. g Easy probably had chocolate teeth when he finished. <laughs> g Easy, yeah. eating makeup? Man, they eat makeup out of it. <laughs> I saw it. It was cute, actually. So he, they really don't have nothing going on, sir? Well, that's what she says, yeah. But, I mean, if if they're cuddled up like that, uh, you know, it, may, it would make people think. If I'm kissing your face in public, I'm, I'm on my way somewhere. I mean, some, <laughs> we doing something. Well, yeah, we can't be sitting up here just kissing and ain't yeah. nothing happening. No, <laughs> I ain't just got a mouthful of makeup. We can, we uh-uh. going further than this. Uh-uh. No. Well, if you got a wife, it's a lot of kissing without nothing happening. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I know that? <laughs> yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've been disappointed. <laughs> oh, it always has to lead to something? It's well, we would kiss, like guys. for it to. All right. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news stories coming up in 33 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, in today's entertainment news, Rihanna will be honored with the NAACP President's Award this year. NAACP President Derek Johnson will give the award to Riri uh, at the 51st. This will be the 51st NAACP Image Awards. The award goes to individuals who are highly accomplished and have a history of distinguished public service. Mr. Johnson says Rihanna has not only enjoyed a groundbreaking career as an artist and musician, but has also distinguished distinguished herself as a stellar public servant from her business achievements through Fenty to her tremendous record as an activist and philanthropist. Uh, Rihanna epitomizes the uh, type of uh, character, grace and devotion to justice that we seek to highlight in our president's award. That is uh, great news for for Rihanna and her camp, I'm sure, and so deserving, you know. Uh, The awards air February 22nd on BET. Yeah. All right, so in other news, uh, I- I'm sure you guys have heard about this in other entertainment news. Colin Kaepernick is scratching his head over Jay-Z's and uh, Beyonce's display of solidarity uh, at the Super Bowl. Jay-Z and Beyonce chose to remain seated during the national anthem, though they didn't speak on the gesture at first, and everybody was speculating that they were protesting and all of this. But it comes to, come to find out that is not the case. Jay-Z has responded. Anyway, uh, Colin Kaepernick, um, you know, said he, he shared a picture of the story about Jay and Beyonce sit out with the caption reading, I thought we were past kneeling, though. Uh, that's a reference. Remember when uh, Jay-Z made those comments on um, September of last year? He he did a press conference and said, we're past that. We're moving on. 
Anyway, Jay-Z has responded, okay? He says he and Beyonce sitting through the Star Spangled Banner at the Super Bowl on Sunday was absolutely not a protest of any sort. It was simply two moguls hard at work. Jay was at Columbia University Tuesday. Uh, He addressed the video uh, that TMZ Sports first posted on uh, Sunday showing Jay... Uh, B and Blue Ivy seated as Demi Lovato uh, sang the national anthem. But but let's make this clear as well. They weren't the only people seated. There were a lot no, of people seated. I was but, too at home. Yeah, yeah, but they're the most famous. A Columbia professor asked him if he remained seated to convey a signal. And uh, Jay quickly re- replied, it actually wasn't. Sorry. You know, he and Beyonce, uh, he said Beyonce told him she was thinking what Demi must have been going through in the seconds before starting the national anthem. And as Jay put it, Beyonce's performed at the at the uh, Super Bowl before. And I haven't. So there you have it. His response to why he and Bay were sit, B were sitting down. OK, it wasn't a big protest against the national anthem. They weren't trying to start anything. Nothing like that. It's nothing. Yeah. All right, coming up, our last break of the day, our very last break it's of the day. It's the last break of the day. <laughs> That's for Jay. Thank you, Steve. And, of course, Steve will have some closing remarks. That's all coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, guys, last break of the day. On this Wednesday, big news day. It's going to be today uh, after the Senate votes on whether they will um, impeach the president or not. The, they, they're not going to do that. Yeah, we know. <laughs> they're not. Yeah, we know. But this we is need the to biggest get... farce ever. Yeah. Yeah, we need to get ourselves together, though, and register to vote and get ready to go to work this November on Election Day. Can't stress that enough. We just can't. So it's been a good day otherwise. Oh, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was younger. Is this like really like Nixon all over again? No, because Nixon got put out. Yeah, he he. Um, no, that's when the country actually uh, resigned. Uh, upheld their oath as senators and congressmen to uphold mm-hmm. the Constitution. They won't yeah. do that now. They yeah. they turned down the opportunity for a hearing. With no witnesses, you can't have any witnesses, and we can't show any documents. And they're that voting tomorrow. That wasn't a yeah, trial. That ain't a trial. Today. Uh-uh. Yeah. So they, his, 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 they've changed that. all of that. I think right now, I hate to tell you this, but I think that politics from now on in this country is forever changed. Oh, I think so, too. I With don't him think. Oh, yeah. I, and and I, don't, I think so when partisan. he gets out, I don't think they'll ever go back because... There is a young senator, congressman, or somebody, billionaire, who has watched this man become president with this Mm -hmm. type of behavior, Mm -hmm. this rhetoric, and this recklessness, and is going to use that to give themselves a shot. I think he has forever changed it. And the Republican Party has themselves to blame for allowing their candidate to conduct himself in this way and go along with it. Let him tell as many lies as he's told. Do the things he's done. Be as corrupt and immoral as you can be in that office. And people know about it, and you still have them there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
I mean, the lies alone, just the lies alone. It's heading toward 20,000 since he's been in office. This is all about lies. And that's a lot of lies. And I just want to say from somebody who ain't got no problem lying, 20 is a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the number is actually like um, 16,000 and and some change, but it's heading toward, you know. That's a lot of lies. Even 16 is a lot. I was 16,000. I hadn't told that many lies when I was 16. (laughs) And I was at the height of lying then. (laughs) You was on your way. Dog, when I was a teenager, that's all I did was lie. (laughs) I, I, I never said anything truthful. But yeah. I agree with you, though. Politics has forever changed. Um, you know, the truth the truth doesn't matter anymore. No, the truth the doesn't power. matter. Morals don't matter. Yeah. And this country has supported the most immoral president we've ever had that he openly said it. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, man. He has a dictator mentality. That's, that's, that's what they've done. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what they've done. And, and they're perfectly fine with it. And it's sickening to watch. Yeah. Yeah, because you know they're lying. But, I mean, he has been impeached. I mean, let's not overlook that. The House did impeach him. Surely. What? I, I don't, I don't, I, that doesn't mean a single thing. But it goes down in history, though. It is history, Steve, that, you know, when we look back on it, just like uh, President Clinton at the time, uh, you know, the fact that he's impeached, it's it made the history books. He just wasn't impeached, but thrown out of office by the Senate. But he has been impeached. I know it doesn't mean much. He's still going to be reelected if we don't get out and do our jobs, all of that. But history will show that he was impeached. Surely was, was Clinton, was that in his first term or his second I think Monica Lewinsky was in his second. Yeah, oh, oh, uh, because he won the second term. Right, but see, that impeachment, for what? Yeah. For what? That holds no counter to what But they said right because he lied yeah, he when lied. he said, I do not know this woman. I d- did not have sex sexual relations know. with this woman. And now they won't yeah, take him out. Who the hell is going to voluntarily say yes? Yeah? <laughs> no. Well, under oath, you don't ex- expect oath. anyone to Kids perjure are. themselves. Kids under a bridge. Wait a minute. <laughs> under oath. Don't what? That's where you lie at, I guess, huh? You swear to the, to this country? Are you kidding me? Hmm. Under oath. Yeah. I do not know that woman. I've had not had sexual relations with that woman. I don't know this one. That's what he supposed to say. That's what anybody else would have said. Man, I can't imagine not saying that. I you got did to, not have sexual yeah. relations with that yeah. woman. That's right. You got to say that as many times as you can, even when the photos come out. Mm-hmm. That is not me. The only way they got it was that DNA on that black dress. And I would have been going, where the mm-hmm. hell they get that dress from? Why your ass ain't clean this dress? No, be sitting there Where were you saving it for? Oh, dog, I'd have been sitting there going. <laughs> I'd have told everybody. That, that's, oh, hell, that's Hillary. Hell, that's, hell, that's Hillary's dress. <laughs> you would have. <laughs> and what you doing in her closet? Mm-hmm. I'd have had her arrested for breaking in that house, stealing Hillary's clothes. There you go. That's how you flip it. And, <laughs> and, 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 if, and if Hillary come out and say, I never had that dress on mm-hmm. when you did that. I know I just used it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Crazy. 
All right, we're going to see what happened today. I'm still going to have a little faith that something can happen. That so, some huh? of the the, no. the Republican senators are going to flip. Yeah. Ah, nah, T. No. I ain't got no Not if they want to win their uh, elections again, be be reelected in Boy. their states. No. Boy. Yeah. Nah. <sighs> yeah, this country going to hell in a handbag. Well, let me just say this. What? Have a great weekend. <laughs> 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 For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 